Welcome, welcome to, to Arsenal, Arsenal Kids Podcast. Podcast. Go. Hello and welcome to Arsenal Kids Podcast. My name is Ben. I'm joined by my kitted out co-host Maddie. She's fortunate enough to wear a red Arsenal shirt to school today as it is day for Daniel in our part of the world. A child safety education and awareness day. Hello listeners and welcome to episode number 63. It is awesome as always to have you join us for this episode and Maddie what are we talking about on Arsenal Kids podcast this time? This time in part one we are looking at Champions League victory. As some Brazilian magic sent us back to the top of our Champions League group at the halfway stage as we defeated Sevilla away in our midweek game. And then coming up in part number two. We look at some of what the club are currently doing in the community. As we look at how they recently hosted an inclusivity in football workshop and also how the club are marking Black History Month. A quick reminder that if you love Arsenal Kids Podcast, we would love for you to share our content with others. One way you can help do that is like, subscribe, rate and review and share this with other Arsenal kids. And please also send your comments and questions. Yes, it would be great to receive some. Maybe let us know who you would like us to do our next player profile on. Just email us at info at arsenalkids.com. You can also get in touch with us via our Facebook page or find us on Twitter. Just search for Arsenal Kids. We would love to hear from you. Okay, let's get into it and we kick off by digging straight into our game at the Estadio Ramon Sanchez Pijuan in Seville, where the only change from the starting lineup from the weekend was Takahiro Tomiyasu coming in for Alexander Sinchenko in defence or midfield or forward or whatever position it is that either of them play. But there was a lot of noise as the home crowd tried to gain an early advantage. But it was Arsenal that had the best chance of the opening 15 minutes. Gabriel Jesus burst forward and played in Gabriel Martinelli who went one-on-one with the Sevilla keeper but saw his attempt stopped by the foot of Nylon, the shot stopper, with the ball then, unfortunately, ricocheting off of Martinelli and out for a goal kick. As the rain came down, the chance dried up as the half went on. But it was the reigning Europa League champion, Seville, who were closest with the halftime whistle looking to almost be in the referee's mouth, when the Spanish side were close to our penalty box. A big Gabriel clearance from Big Gabby fell just shy of the halfway line where Gabriel Jesus expertly trapped the ball and a crook turn dazzled the two nearby defenders, sending them completely the wrong way and opening up the space for him to play an inch-perfect pass to Gabriel Martinelli, who was hitting full stride at about the halfway line. He had the whole half of an empty pitch to run into, but he calmly and patiently used all of it with blistering pace coupled with incredible close control that allowed him to round the keeper who came out to meet him and slide the ball into the then empty net, handing us the lead as we went into the half-time break, making it... one It was, and it was great to see the Gabby to Gabby to Gabby combination. 
I imagine it would have meant a different team talk for Mikel Arteta with his team one goal to the good, but the team were buoyed by the goal, and after the restart, they scored another. It was Gabriel Jesus this time, whose genius was on show as Declan Rice strode forward and found him near the corner flag. He tricked his way inside, past the defender, and unleashed a fierce strike into the top corner to double our lead. And in doing so, he actually became the first gunner to score in their first three Champions League games since Marouane Shamak in 2010. However, the goal, celebration, did not last long, as they scored from the, a corner. They did. This time it was possibly a bit of poor marking from Jesus, who allowed Good Age to head the ball past Raya and reignite the host's hopes. It was crucial then that we saw out the next period of the game to quieten down the crowd, and we managed that by restricting Seville to just a couple of acrobatic attempts as the game entered the final few minutes. They even threw just about their whole team forward in search of an equaliser, but the Arsenal team and defence held strong, and we clinched three big points in the context of our group, leaving us at the top of the table. What's next for the team now, Ben? This weekend, they face Aaron Ramsdale's old team, Sheffield United, at home in the Premier League. Okay, let's leave it. Let's leave it there for part one. We'll be right back after this. Part two. Welcome back. And here in part two, we take a look at some of what the club is doing as part of its equality, diversity and inclusion strategy. And that started with a football workshop for the Arsenal staff in order to hear the lived-in experiences of the Ghana supporters and wider Jewish community and their relationship with football with the goal of the workshop to see how the club can build an inclusive space where all its supporters can feel a sense of belonging. The workshop was part of the club's long-term approach. To inclusivity and diversity, with this month, the club also celebrating Black History Month. Arsenal is against discrimination all kinds. It is against discrimination of all kinds, just as we are. And to mark Black History Month, the club continues to remain involved in the Arsenal and Adidas No More Red campaign. And one of their partners is... Box Up Crime. Box Up Crime. And they are an organisation that uses sport, and boxing in particular, as a tool to inspire, educate and develop young individuals. Box Up helps young people build up strength, confidence and resilience with the mentors acting as role models to get to know the kids and work with at-risk young people to guide them onto positive paths and improve their life chances. They believe that No More Red is a powerful campaign. And the partnership with No More Red for Box Up Crime signifies a powerful endorsement of the campaign's message and a resounding commitment to effecting positive change. It broadcasts a clear message to a wide audience that issues addressed by the No More Red campaign are not only important, but also deserve the attention and support of influential entities in the wider world. They also know that the that Black History Month 
is important to us. They do, as highlighting the contributions of the black community, acknowledges their pivotal role in shaping the club's history and the broader football landscape. It affirms that these individuals are integral to the narrative and that they deserve recognition. It's an acknowledgement of the individuals who have not only excelled on the field, but have also made enduring contributions to Arsenal's legacy. Beyond that, they strongly believe that everyone is equal and anyone who makes positive contributions to making the world a better place should be encouraged and recognised. An important message to share. Okay, that's all for this time. Thanks again for joining us at Arsenal. Kids. Pod! Cast. It would mean a lot to us if you would please like and subscribe, rate and review wherever it is that you listen to us. And no matter where you listen to us, we would love to hear from you and for you to share the podcast with other Arsenal kids. We hope to join you back on the pitch again soon. Okay, bye for now. Goodbye. Goodbye.